the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Man. Crazy. So there's one. And yeah. then let's go when you yeah. really think you're ready to be a head okay. coach, but you're not. Okay. So I was very uh, – I'm going to say I was 26 or 27 or something like that. And we had won a few games already at Madison, and I was feeling like, okay. I got this. I know. I get it. I'm yeah. learning from Coach Streety, you know, who's one of the best in the business. Right. Why can't I just go do that? Okay. All right. So I apply for a job and I get the interview. And it was the most embarrassing experience of my life. Really? I sat there for an hour fielding questions that I had no idea what the answers were. And so I walked out of there with my tail tucked between my legs and just oh. went, okay, nowhere close. Okay. And that's how I really knew then. Uh, I did not know that the, story. The ones okay. you're probably thinking of is is a few years later. Right. Uh, my old high school, Canyon. I do recall available. that, Coach. <laughs> I, inter- I interviewed for that one and didn't get it. And then a few years later, uh, New Braunfels High School opened, and I interviewed for that one, I don't, and okay. I didn't get it. So oh, I, I got passed over one. by both my hometown high schools, which <laughs> you talk about a blow to the ego now. Uh that was that was tough, but I look back now and go, what a blessing! Okay, I mean, had that not because then a few years later I had the opportunity to go up in Johnson High School and, and had twelve great years out there. Loved every minute of it. I yeah, mean, great kids, great community, great staff. Yeah. everything. I mean, it just that, the seventeen years at Madison and the twelve at Johnson just flew by. That's like, crazy. Like twenty nine years. Happen. Yeah, what? I know. I'm older than dirt. Uh, <laughs> And then you add on the two years at Southwest Texas and now the two yeah. years at Alamo Heights, and that's that's a big number. It a is. A lot of numbers. That's, that's a big number. It's crazy. That's a big number. But been a blessing. All all those places yeah. have well, been awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about getting to Alamo Heights. And, uh, again, it's like I hate to gloss over. I mean, Johnson, you were such an influence there. You got to build a staff. I mean, you did built a school. I mean, everything. Built, uh, picked out the logo for the the yeah, Jaguar. I mean, that. all those things. So, and just really influenced a community, which is just. Well, I would say every coach needs to go open a school oh, one time just to experience that. <laughs> oh man! But but I'm not sure there's many people out there that would open a second one. Yeah, I just you know I know there are. I've heard of them. Yeah, but but it's just different. Yeah, good, bad, or indifferent. It's just a different different experience, and it's. It was awesome, you know, what we went through and the growing pains and building that um, into what it is today, basically. Right, so, right. so you always feel a little bit of, of pride and ownership in those sure. things. Yeah. Uh, so, but but I'm extremely proud of just the way it all came together and that coaching staff because if you know, and, and I, 
the, the smart thing I did was to know I wasn't very smart when I took that job. Uh, I called around to some other head coaches that had already opened high schools yeah, and just picked their brain and interviewed yeah. them and <clears throat> took down just pages and pages of notes. And, okay. and, and the two themes that really all of them said is, one, you, you better hire a great staff. That's mm. number one. You mm. cannot do this by yourself. And there's no joke about that. And the second thing they said was, you better get out there and start forming a booster club because you're going to need them. And, and to go to a new school where you don't have any connections, you don't have relationships, right. you don't even know who the kids are going to be that are going to show up to get to know their parents and right. all that. Uh, that was a, a added degree of difficulty, I would say. <laughs> but uh, I can look back now and laugh about it because that, that became the strength of what we did out there. You know, the kids were yeah. the kids, and they were right. awesome. They, they were number one. But right behind that was the staff mm-hmm. we put together and, and the booster club that we built. Yeah. Uh, and I was extremely proud of, of both of those groups. Yeah. You know, they did great things. And, and obviously, we wouldn't have been successful without those two groups. Uh, so right. I can look back now and go, man, that was awesome. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. I just got a text from Rick Stewart uh, this morning. Oh, In wow. Fact, yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, he, was, he and his wife were one of the first, right? They were. They mm-hmm. were one of the first couples yeah. I met. Uh, so what I did, is, and you know, I don't know how interesting this is, is when you don't have a school and you don't have a home, basically, yeah. is I would just send out, hey, come meet the new head coach, and I'd go to the local uh, amenity centers or swimming pools oh, in the neighborhoods. Oh, I, didn't I went know to that. some libraries. I went to the middle school. I went to Tejeda Middle School. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, come meet the coach on <laughs> – Wednesday at seven o'clock and I'd show up and sometimes there was five people there and sometimes oh there was 200 people. Yeah. There. And I would just stand up and share my vision and what I thought, you know, Johnson high school athletics yeah. was going to look like. And, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later we'd do another one, do another. And then finally it came time, you know, at the end I got my, my notebook paper out because that's just how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. On one, I wrote president one, I wrote vice president or whatever the categories. <laughs> yeah. And, and I told them all, all right, tonight's night we're starting our booster club. You know, sign your name on here if you want to be any of these officers. Or, and wow. Thank, I thank God still today that uh, Rick and Kim Stewart wrote their name down for president of the booster club. Oh, my gosh. And that's how it all got started. So yeah. we sat down and we made bylaws. I mean, you do everything when you start from yeah. scratch. Yeah. And, uh, Got all that started and had a great group of officers that first year yeah. and just kind of grew and grew and, and turned into something really special. Yeah. So, but yeah, Rick and Kim were, were the number one name on that president's list the first right. from the scratch. And then you just said at one of those meetings, I remember you saying, Yeah, it's a great day to be a Jaguar. Great and Nick said, You know, it's on t shirts and bumper <laughs> stickers. And everything. Well, yeah. <clears throat> well, you just told me off air about uh, getting to share with the Alamo Heights uh, Christian Club about, you know, it's a great day to be a mule. And uh, it's a great day to be a Christian, which yeah, I know you said you can't share that everywhere, but Not you everywhere. got to you got to share that with them, which is really cool. Tell us a little bit about how difficult it must have been to leave Johnson, uh, but oh. to get this opportunity at Alamo Heights. So I've really, I've really probably had three three hard days in my coaching career mm. in thirty three years. Just to be honest with you, uh-huh. one was one was at Madison when we had a young man that got hurt. Uh, David Edwards. David Edwards yeah. got hurt, and uh, I would not wish that on anybody. I mean, it, that was devastating mm. uh, to the whole community, to mm-hmm. everybody. Mm. Uh, what a great young man! And uh, that's so th- those are the days that you really kind of second guess what you're doing, and I, yeah. you know, 
that's how how powerful that does that means to you and what it does to you. Um, the second the second worst day was when I left Madison after mm-hmm. seventeen years, and you, and you feel you feel just like a, I don't want to say a hypocrite, but you do because <clears throat> man, you just you work those guys and you get them to buy into your program and and commitment and again. Mm-hmm being loyal to your school and, and right. everything that you teach them and try to encourage them to believe in and instill them that they'll take with them when they leave high school. And then you <clears throat> have to walk into that room and t- tell those guys, hey, hey, I'm leaving here for somewhere else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's just, yeah. I mean, it goes against everything I believe in. But at the same time, I, I think they were, they were disappointed and emotional, which we all were. Yeah. But I also know that, they said, awesome, Coach. Wow. I'm proud of you because in my career, it was seen as a step up. It was seen as a – you're going to go from offense coordinator to go be right. a head coach at, an, at, a, at a brand-new school. Right. So they were very supportive and, and made it a lot easier. But it, it was tough to walk into that room and tell those guys that. Yeah. Well, then you recycle. You go to a new place. And, man, it's excitement. I'm, it was awesome. Yeah. I love Johnson. Yeah. You know, we built a house out there, and we were part of the community. Oh, yeah. And my kids <clears throat> went through there, and we knew all the kids coming through because they were Hunter and Kylie's ages, yeah. basically. And you just, it was all family. It was all, it was awesome. Uh, but I got to the point in my career that you know, now you've been a head coach for a while. You know, what's kind of the next thing? Well, yeah. the next challenge <clears throat> that I really wanted, and I didn't have a time frame, was. I wanted to be an athletic director. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, in some school districts, you have to either be the head football coach or you have to be the athletic director. Yeah. And and by no means was I ready, ready to give up being the head football coach. Yeah. Or, yeah. or just a football coach. Right. Because Friday nights are still my special time of the week. Yeah. I, I, there, I don't know if there is a better place or time on this planet <laughs> I love than it. on Friday nights in the state of Texas. That's just how yeah. I feel about it. Yeah. And I've got the best seat in the house because I can stand on the 50-yard line with my feet on that white line and be right there part of it. Yeah. And I didn't want to give that up. And so Patty and I, it's, it's really a crazy story. I don't know if we have time for it. Yeah, but we might as well. We're good. I mean, we prayed about it. Because yeah. well, I good. kept telling her, I said, look, I, I want to be an AD at some point. Yeah. Not there's a time frame, but but I'm just going to tell you, Steve, I'm not getting younger. So at some point, you know, your clock runs out on opportunities. Yeah. And so we were going to have an opportunity to maybe, you know, apply for AD job, but then it takes you off the football field. And, right. And that wasn't going to be a good – that wasn't going to be good for me. Yeah. Um, so anyway – we prayed about it, prayed about it, and I can remember yeah. it was it was Friday night, February seventh of two thousand and twenty, and Patty had gone to the church to to volunteer for something, and I'd just gotten home from work, and I'm sitting there in my kitchen, and my phone now now we do have cell phones by the way, <laughs> uh, my cell phone buzzes and it's a call and it's a guy that says, "Hey, Coach Ritterman, would you be interested?" in talking to Alamo Heights about being their athletic director and their head football coach. And I just remember wow. looking up to the ceiling wow. in my kitchen going, thank you, God. Like, how do you explain that? What? I, and I told him what I always tell, told everybody else I talked to about jobs. I said, well, let me talk to my wife. Yes. Let me I talk love to it. the boss <laughs> and I will call you back. So Patty got home 30 minutes later or whatever. And I said, honey, you're not going to believe the phone call I just got. And she said, well, what was it? I said, well, I just got to – do I want to go be the, the athletic director and head football coach at Alamo Heights? And uh, 
She said, well, what would you tell them? I said, I told him I'd wait to talk to you. She goes, well, tell them yes. <laughs> tell them so yes. I did. I, uh, I called him back and said, yeah, I'd, I'd be interested in talking to him. That was on Friday night. On Monday morning, the superintendent called me. She was actually in Florida with the cheerleaders at the time. She called me. We had about a 30-minute conversation. I, I, I liked her immediately. Yeah. I just liked yeah. her, her, her vibe, her thought, yeah. you know, her vision. Uh, and then she said, hey, I'll be back in town later. Can you come by my office tomorrow? So on Tuesday, I drive over to Alamo Heights for the first time and go wow. into the superintendent's office. And we sat there and had a two-hour conversation. And I really, really liked, you know, what yeah. she was talking about and the vision of that. And she asked me if I could come back on Friday, which was uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th. Oh, wow. She said, we have a committee that we're talking to some people. Would you be willing to come share with them your vision of what yeah. you told me? I said, absolutely. So on Friday morning, the 14th, I went over there and, and visited uh, with them. Uh, and I had to leave because I was actually going to a football clinic in Fredericksburg that weekend. <laughs> Patty and I were. So yeah. I went and picked up Patty. We drive to Fredericksburg. We go to the clinic. And then that afternoon, two or three or four in the afternoon, the superintendent, Dr. Bashara, called me and offered me the job. So, again, I'm walking down Main Street in Fredericksburg with my wife. And I said, all right, this, here's the call. Are we doing this? <laughs> and she said, yeah, let's, let's go do this. So I told her yes. Wow. She called me back on Saturday, the 15th, and we negotiated contracts and all the stuff you have to do. And uh, the following wow. week on Thursday night was a school board meeting where they approved my hiring. And then I drove over there on Friday, the 21st, and signed my contract. Crazy. And then the <clears> next <throat> week, I was still working at Johnson, but I was going to start going over there and then. You know, we got shut down for COVID right. and crazy. So a lot of my introduction to the Alamo Heights community, the players, the coaches, the parents were through Zoom meetings. You're muted. We, You're muted. We never went back that whole spring. Right. And so right. we spent a lot of time on, on the computer getting to know each other and talking about things. And then uh, that was the beginning of, of – my my career at Alamo Heights, and now we just finished our second football season already, and it Qu is quite a run. By. Quite a run, too. I mean, in fact, district champs two years in a row. We did. We actually won yeah. the district last year. Yeah, uh, which I think I think they said it hadn't been done since '07, maybe. It's a while. Like that. Yeah, it's been a while. It's a pretty long time. I don't know. I don't know the numbers yeah. or stats, yeah. but I know that the community was fired up about it. And then uh, this year, you know, and, and besides being at COVID and new. New, right, you know, staff is we didn't have any facilities because we got brand That's new right. facilities. So That's right. yeah. they had they had blown it up to ground zero, and and, and again the, the athletes were just awesome, man. They're mm -hmm. so resilient. They just persevered through the whole thing and yeah. never never complained that hey we don't you know we don't have locker rooms, we don't have weight rooms, we don't have any, we don't have a home field, stadium, we don't have yeah. anything. Yeah, but let's find a way to go do this, and they did. Yeah, and I give the credit to all those those athletes that we're going through at that time because <clears throat> they've really laid the foundation for what, for what's going on now. Yeah. Uh, and this yeah. year we kind of built on that and, and really had a great run oh, this year. And yeah. again, I couldn't be more proud of the coaches and the, and the players. Um, and now that we're in January, we actually are going to have an off season and we have a weight room with new equipment. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's really, it's it's a great place. The yeah. facilities yeah. are awesome, and, and the community did a great job with with all their you know roles in that. 
Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited about yeah. the future. The potential is 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 great, uh, and we'll just we'll see what happens. Yeah, you were starting to say something a minute ago when I got you, and you were about to say matter of fact, and I don't know what you were going to talk about, but now it's gone. All right, yeah. all right. Let me ask one last question, sure. and. Uh, it's about, and if I got this wrong, correct me, but I feel like in the interview process, I feel like I heard you say that you took Patty with Alam Heights to one of those interviews. Did she get to come with oh, yeah. you? Yeah, you know, to the, so on that I mean, Thursday I think that's night, really cool. You go to the board meeting okay. to get okay. approved. Okay, right. Because they don't just hire the yeah. AD. They, yeah. they got to, you know, they're going to ask you a few questions and all okay. that. Uh, and okay. I did. I, I took Patty with me. Okay. And, and so okay, she and I, I – it, it was kind of a neat deal, and again, I don't know how much time we have, but uh, we get there, and and of course the news people show up because they hear there's going to be a hiring that night. Okay, they want, you know they want to right. know, but but you can't let that out until it's done. You know you got to get hired first. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so Patty and I were in there, and uh, we we go finally they get to the part in the board meeting where they're going to hire the AD head football coach. So they come get us out of this other office and say y'all come in. And so. Patty and I walk in there and, and introduce to all the school board and sitting around a table. Yeah. They start asking a couple of questions. You know, hey, coach, what do you think about this? What do you think? And you answer them. And and one or two, I can't remember if it was one or two. I know one for sure. They stopped and said, well, you know, Mrs. Ritterman, I want to ask you a question. And they asked her a question. I love which it. Which was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then what's what's kind of neat about the whole deal is, is we come out of there, and I think there were still some cameras outside. So we just wait, and finally they leave, and then we can leave. So we yeah. go home. And we're sitting on the couch, and and my phone's blowing up, and it's you know it's it's some of the TV guys, the sports guys, and it's right at about ten twenty. Uh, oh man! And, and so they're getting ready to go live on the air, and, and a couple of them, are, and I I can't answer it because I, I don't want to lie to them. Right. I'm not going to, right. so I don't even answer. And finally, uh, Doctor Bashera called and said, "Okay, hey, you oh, just wow. got, you just got approved. Congratulations." Well, about that time. And I don't even know if I can say this, but I guess yeah, Don, Har- Don Harris calls. <laughs> I go, well, I guess I can start telling him. So I answer. He goes, hey, is it true? And I said, yeah. Well, about I have my TV on. Don Harris walks <laughs> on the set and he goes, I just got off the phone with Coach Ritterman, and he's the new AD football coach at Alamo Heights. And I went, well, how cool is that? That is pretty cool. So, wow, that's great. And that was story. it. Yeah. So that's that's how it all happened, and that's where okay. we are now. And and. Uh, we're excited to be here. All right. Can you set the record straight? This is going to be our last story. Okay. Um, because uh, just with uh, – you you went through corona uh, at a time. I don't know. I know you were in the hospital for a while. I know you were coaching from the hospital and from your house and stuff. Um, and I know it was – I don't know how scary it was for you or what you know, how bad it was for you. Cause I've kind of now heard different stories where it sounds like you're at death's door and I don't know, you know, and then I hear you say, oh no, it wasn't that bad. So I need to know, set the record straight. Okay. The answer to that is I, I don't know. So okay. here's what I will tell you. Okay. La- last year, last football season, we, we finished the regular season and we were getting ready to start the playoffs. And on that Monday, I tested positive for, for the virus, for coronavirus. So I had to stay home for 10 days or whatever it was yeah. back then. I, I get confused. but So I was sitting at home and, and I felt fine, didn't have any symptoms. I was still yeah. you know, exercising, working out. But, but when you say coaching, I wasn't necessarily coaching. They could video practice and they sent it to me gotcha. on my computer. So I could watch practice and 
and then communicate with the coaches, make right. them adjust, do whatever. Uh, but the credit goes to those coaches, man. They ran it. They did a great job while I was, you know, sitting at home on vacation, basically doing <laughs> okay. nothing. Uh, but, but I, but I did it for a week. And then on that Friday night, we had our first playoff game and they, they, what, this is what is cool about Zoom. Yeah. They, they set up a computer and zoomed that to my house wow. so that I could see it live and could be on my cell phone and talk to the coaches and, yeah. and still help coach a little bit. But again, the credit goes to those coaches. They did it, did a great job. And we won that playoff game. And then the following week on Monday, we're yeah. ready for the second round playoff. I still got to be home for about three days, and that's when my oxygen level dropped. Okay. So I went back and got checked, and that's when they put me in the hospital. I had double pneumonia. Okay. They put me in the hospital, got in there, and they they you know they put all these IVs in you right. and start pumping stuff in you. And I was in the hospital for four days, and then they okay. sent me home wow. uh, just in time for that next Friday night football game. And I watched that from my house as well. And, and then we got beat that night, which ended our season. Right. And then it was Christmas vacation from school. So I was home over the Christmas break and okay. felt fine. Went back on January 4th or whatever the first day back was. And it yeah. was good. So, But the reason there's a story there is <clears throat> yeah. I had mentioned to somebody that while you're in the hospital and it's it's your quarantine. I yeah. mean, nobody comes to see you. Nobody. The only ones that come in are doctors and nurses, and they are covered from head yeah. to toe. Like you can't even see that they're people. You right. Know, it looks like they're walking on the moon or something. <laughs> right, right. And so you just, you know, you're sitting there, and about day three, as you're in this room, you go, is this really it? Like, yeah. Okay. I don't feel bad. Right. But, but you know, you hear about a lot of people. They go right. in the hospital and never come out. Right. Well, were they experiencing the exact same thing? So right. I made that comment to somebody, and I think I got turned into like Coach Ridman was about to die. Well, okay. I, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't think that. I okay. really don't. Right. Uh, but but I don't know. Right. I mean, who okay. Knows? Right. And so afterwards, you know, I go home and I can walk around the neighborhood and stuff. Yeah. And okay. That was about the time Vinny Venzetta showed up. And he wanted to do a story because he thought it would be cool if he shared our story about yeah. what, what I went through. Right. And I don't know, you know, if it had a lot of value or not. Maybe it, it did. It did. It was really good. He tells a great but, story. And yeah, you he guys does. Did too. You know, yeah. it, but 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 as you as they interview you for twenty minutes, right. or thirty minutes, right. they cut it down to two or three. Right. And, and a lot of the stuff that they put in it was that type of stuff. Right. The emotional because it, right. it, it was, you know, right. but but there was also times in the interview that we were laughing about it, and, sure, and telling the funny side of it. Right. So. That was just the kind of the angle they took, which I think they did a great job. Right, right. But then I got a lot of phone calls and texts. Oh, man, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't know you were about to die. And I said, well, yeah, they, they kind of made it sound like I had one foot in the grave and one on a banana peel. But it, I don't I don't think that. I right. really don't. I right. think that the doctors did a great job of, right. of okay. putting in me what they needed okay. to take care of it. Yeah. Cleared up the pneumonia and all that. And, yeah. You know, but you were experiencing know. on an emotional level about day three or day four when you're not seeing your wife, you're not seeing oh. your kids, you're not seeing your friends. Like in a normal situation, if you'd been in there, I, mean, I would have been there. Your family would have been there. Coaches would have been sure. there, all that. Sure. And you're only seeing these hazmat looking people like it's the end of the world. No so doubt. emotionally, you're, you're getting the point of like, no well, doubt. I have heard of. Well, so it makes you think about it. Of course. You know, yeah. and that's something that you don't typically think about. Right. But about right. day three in a COVID yeah. unit, oh, you yeah. start thinking about, well, yeah. I'm still here. You know, are these four walls the last thing yeah. I'm ever going to see? Yeah. Well, no, they're not. Yeah. You're, right. It's not the last right. thing you're going to see. Right. So, right. Uh, I can remember on that Thursday night, the doctor came in to see me, and he goes, hey, you know, how you feeling? I said, I feel pretty good. He goes, you ready to go home? 
<laughs> just like, like that. that. Was, I was like, okay, I guess it's oh, I guess. <laughs> he goes, we'll call your ride. So I called call Patty. Call your ride. <laughs> ride said, or hey, die. Pa- Patty, can you come get me? And that, that was, you know. <laughs> That's great. So four days. That's yeah. awesome. Well, um, just to finish on a different note, I know this last year one of your big highlights was uh, uh, during the season when a bunch of coaches were out for protocols or whatever reason, and just a few of you coaches actually coached the team to victory. Can you just tell us about that to close out our – That was interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so about week three of the season, we had – and I don't know the – I can't remember the exact yeah. – one or two coaches had tested positive – for, for COVID and because of close contact tracing uh, by our mm-hmm. school personnel. And, and again, not blaming, it's just what it was. That's, right. At that time, that's how you did it. And we did what we had to do. Uh, we lost nine coaches off our staff. Wow. And they were going to be home yeah. for 10 days or whatever. Yeah. And so that, that creates a little difficulty in what you do in your normal routine because instead of having your whole staff out there, you know, to lose nine guys off of it was pretty tough. Uh, but and I give the credit goes to the athletes again. You know, yeah. that we went out there with a skeleton crew, and those guys just because of the like the senior leadership and the yeah. leadership. Like, I think really we could have all stayed away, and they would have still wow. went out there and did what they did. But wow. but we had enough coaches that you know practice is what it was. We didn't get to do a lot of individual things, but we did a lot of group and team because mm. you can do that. Yeah. And then the the difficulty was on the Thursday where you have to have two games. You have a freshman game on one side and a JV at the other. Yeah. And and the part that's really crazy about it is, you know, we have six offensive coaches. Well, all six of them were out. No, I didn't Uh, know that. Yeah. But we had, we had three defensive guys left and then myself. And and luckily I know a little bit about offense. (laughs) Uh, So we were able to pull it off. Wow. Uh, We, we, like I said, you talk about a skeleton crew. Yeah. uh, we, we had a, a coach with each group, and then I called a couple of our middle school coaches to come along, and then I called a friend or two that aren't even in coaching anymore. What? I said, hey, if you want to coach, today's your day. Come <laughs> today's on. Your day. <laughs> uh, and I guess, I, you know, like Brian Davenport, I'll go ahead and throw a name out. Yeah. He's, a old, he's a retired coach from oh, San Antonio. Wow. Who, who I've known for 30 years and have a lot of respect for. I called him. I said, hey, what are you doing the next couple of days? <laughs> He goes, oh, I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure he was fishing or playing golf. And uh, I said, hey, you want to come coach some football? He goes, yeah. So he showed up <laughs> and, man, just did a great job. Just yeah. Another set of eyes that knows right. the game that could, right. could offer up some, you know, observations every now and then. And uh, I think he had the time of his life. I hope he did. Yeah. But, man, just what a hell. You know, and that's what I'm saying. I've been lucky throughout my whole career that you, yeah. face, you face difficulties and all that. But, there's so many good people out there that are willing to help and, and do things like that. So, yeah, we ended up uh, winning the freshman, the JV, and the varsity game that week. And then the following week, all the guys got to come back, and, and then we just kind of kept rolling. But, you know, that that could have been a turning point in the sure. season for us. Sure. You know? And so, uh, again, the credit goes to, to the, the players, first of all, yeah. because they could have really just said, look, we don't have any coaches here this week. This is going to be rough. But they just showed up every day and practiced hard and did what they needed to do and went yeah. out and were successful. So, big blessing. Man, that is a big blessing. You see uh, that culture that, you know, when a new coach comes, you kind of infuse a new culture and, and sort of create that. It sounds like your players have really responded and stepped they up. Have. They've been yeah. awesome. 
they have been yeah, awesome. That's good. So yeah. next year is I know next year, but it's looking pretty good. Well, you know, I say I've said that every year for thirty three <laughs> yeah. years now. We we expect to be better next year. And yeah, I, I think that's still our goal every day as as a team, as a program, yeah. as a coaching staff, as a coach, yeah. whatever you know, as a dad, as a husband, whatever yeah. role, whatever hat you're wearing. If you can just get a little better every day. Uh, and, and through my year, Steve, and you know this, I've had a lot of opportunities to improve. <laughs> you know, you're going to make mistakes along the sure, way. And sure. You try to learn from them. Yeah. And, and that's really, you know, I'm, I'm still, and I know I've shared this with you, but but I still think there's blessings in everything. Yeah. Whether you win or lose the game, yeah. if you really think about it, man, you if if you win, that's a cool thing because it's a it's an external victory. It's on the right. scoreboard and all that. But even if you don't win on the scoreboard, you've probably learned something by mm. being defeated. You mm-hmm. probably learned something by, you know, whatever it is that, that you learned that night. Yeah. And, and I'm still – and I know I've shared this with you, but, you know, when they interview athletes or coaches after the yes, game, they're always going to say, you know, good. thank you, thank you, Lord, yeah. my, you know, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Thank yeah. you, God. But I'd really like to hear the coaches and the players from the losing team say the same thing before yeah. they get interviewed. Because it's still a blessing to get to do what yeah. we do. Um, nobody ever wants to be on the short end of the scoreboard. But right, man. What a blessing to Friday night in the state of Texas to do what we get to do. And now I, I'm still competitive. I do want to win the game, <laughs> but I'm gonna still count it as a blessing regardless. Yeah, yeah that's good. All right, yeah. last, very last question. Right. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm gonna let you kind of fill in the blank. You just you could have signed off our show right there, but. Uh-oh. It's a great day to be a Christian because I'm going to ask you to fill in the blank. Uh, it's a great day to be a Christian because, and just see what you say. Because look at me. It, and <laughs> That's I, good. I know that Jesus and God have done this for yeah. me. Uh, if you go back to from the very beginning to where I am today, yeah. I promise you this was not me. Yeah, I've I've had too many forks in the road. I've had too many really tough choices and decisions that, I look back now that all turned into blessings. Yeah. And I'm going to have to say that the credit goes way above me on that. <laughs> so uh, I, I hope everybody that hears this b- believes that same thing. Mm. You're, you're never alone in anything that you do. Yeah. You know? and, and I think that God has already got your life planned out, and mm. it's the perfect plan, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And it's different for everybody. Um, but I think sometimes, me included, you know, we, we think we know better. And right. I'm going to make this decision or I'm going to decide what's best. And those don't always work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would just say to fill in that blank is that I'm just living proof that. Yeah, that's good. Jesus can do some good things if you'll allow him to do that. That's really good. All right. That's great. Thank you so much. I hope uh, you didn't have a meeting at one thirty, or we're, we're coming up on two. I hope you're still our head coach when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Appreciate you so much. And uh, thank you for sharing those stories. I really appreciate it. I know our listeners and viewers are going to really enjoy it as well. So, so, um, and a lot of just lessons and inspiration to draw from, man, things that looked like they were just disastrous. And then God was, nope, God had it. God had his plan. So just incredible. Well, um, I'll sign off with our scripture today, which is every day. And it's why we're called Very Bold. And thank you and Patty, by the way, for being a part of Very Bold and helping me to answer God's call, whether it's Peanut Butter Bold or radio and podcast or, uh, you know, working with coaches. Thank you for being a part of that. It's a big blessing. Uh, Very Bold comes from 2 Corinthians 3.12. The Apostle Paul could have said the same thing. Look, look at me. 
He was a blasphemer. He was a persecutor. He was all those things. And Jesus met him on the road to Damascus. And Paul said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. And everything changed for Paul. And uh, the Apostle Paul just understood all the things he was forgiven. And he would say, I'm the chief of the sinners. I'm the lead sinner. I sinned all sorts of things. But God, Jesus forgave me. And that's a great hope that we have. Uh, We do make mistakes and Jesus forgives us. And we need that forgiveness and that grace. He offers it. So the Apostle Paul said this in 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.